This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. This is your host, Meryl Vandermerva, and we are now on episode 64. It's the beginning of a new year, and so today we're going to be looking at New Year's resolutions for digital habits. I must just warn you, I am recording this on vacation, so not quite my usual setup, so hopefully the quality uh, is okay. So first off, I am not very good with New Year's resolutions. In fact, I've pretty much given up on them because I never stick to them. However, I still think that stopping and reflecting on one's life and how one might want to do things differently is not a bad thing to do from time to time. So I'm going to challenge you to stop and think about your digital habits. Um, Obviously, this is just one part of your life, and you may well want to stop and reflect on other parts too, but that is beyond the scope of this podcast, and especially this episode. I hear a lot of adults complaining about how much time teens spend on their phones and how bad their digital habits are. However, I've noticed that often adults have slightly different problems, but they are also not very good. I'm going to look at two different areas here. First of all, some bad tech habits, and then I'm going to suggest some good tech habits because I don't think we should just be focusing on the negative. I would challenge you to track your online time for a week. Look and see wherever your time is going. If you have an iPhone, it now tracks how you're spending your time and tells you each week. But you can even just use pen and paper or you can Google to find some kind of tool and take a look and see over a week, where is your time going? Perhaps you're going to notice that you spend a lot of time on online shopping sites. Maybe you're just browsing the equivalent of window shopping. Maybe it's it's Facebook. I see a lot of my friends responding to lots of posts and posting a lot and it can just suck you in. You start off looking at one or two posts and next thing an hour is gone. How about Reddit? If you don't know what Reddit is, don't worry, but I know those who love Reddit may get lost there. Or YouTube, watching one cute cat video after another. Maybe it's just random surfing. You know, you're tired, you sit down and you sort of feel like you're working if you're moving around on uh, the internet looking at various things. It's so easy when we're tired just to revert to something mindless. Now it's fine to stop and have a break and check Facebook. It's fine to stop and play a game or two, but be careful it doesn't become addictive. One of the podcasters that I've been listening to for years talked about her addiction to the game Two Dots. I have stayed far away from that game just in case it has the ability to draw me in as it did to her. She eventually deleted it off her phone. Now, it's actually a game that involves you using your brain, so these critical thinking skills, lots of good things about it. However, she just found that at every opportunity she would be playing it and she just didn't want to stop. 
So we need to look for those things in our lives. And just because uh, we're adults does not mean that we won't be just as susceptible to these kinds of things as our own children. I want to suggest that you try a challenge that I give to the students in the computer application class. And if you like it and you want your children to do it and think they won't do it if you tell them to, sign them up for the class because then they have to do it. It's in the second semester, so it's one coming up now. And it's called um, the Infomagical uh, Project. I will have a link to it in the show notes as I will to everything else also to the computer applications class and you can find all the show notes at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com just look for the episode that you're listening to in this challenge every day of the week you're challenged to do something different uh, regarding your tech habits and it really does make you stop and think about what you are doing this is a day when we are just deluged with information and it's so easy to have FOMO, fear of missing out. You might not see what someone posts on Facebook. You may miss the news or if you're like me, you may miss out on what's the latest ed tech that has just been released or a new uh, feature of one of my favorite ed tech tools. And so I want to follow and watch all the those in the ed tech space. But we need to be careful and realize that we can be sucked in and things that are good can become things that are bad. You need to be a role model to your children. It's far more powerful if they see you curtailing your habits and getting on top of them than if you just nag at them all the time that they should put their phones down. Where often we are doing things that aren't much better. Now that we've looked at, though, some of the negatives and things we may need to stop doing, let's turn to the positive. What about some good tech habits you can develop? The fact that you're listening to this podcast is a good sign that you are trying to stretch your knowledge in the tech field. It's so easy to stay in our comfort zone, but that means that all the technology you may have now will soon be obsolete because things change so quickly. You need to keep moving forward. You may feel like this is a very daunting task because things do move quickly. And I want to give you the advice that I've heard from another podcaster, Vicki Davis, who has the 10-Minute Teacher podcast. If you teach at a co-op, this is really a good one because it will still be applicable to you. She says that teachers should be innovating like a turtle. And what she means is that don't try a whole lot of new things all at once. Be like a turtle. Move slowly forward. And so I would suggest in this tech world to do the same thing. I'm going to say, how about we try and learn something new each month? Come across into the Facebook group we have for this podcast. It's the Homeschooling with Technology community. I will have a link to it in the show notes. Also, you can just find it on Facebook. Come in there and... Let's together come up with ideas of ways that we can be challenging ourselves to learn new things and then come back and share as you actually do something new each month. But I would suggest that having a plan, actually sitting down and coming up with one thing for each month will help keep you on track. Obviously, you can change your plan up, but simply having a plan helps. Perhaps the first thing you need to do is look at things that your husband or your children or uh, somebody else is doing for you that you could learn to do yourself. Do you know how to change the printer in cartridge? Do you know how to bank your checks online? Take a screenshot. Use a scanning app. 
simple things like this, you could make these items um, as something to learn each month. Even if you have reasonably good techie skills, there is still always something new to learn. Here are some things that perhaps you've never done before and you could. Create a digital birthday invitation for your next child's birthday party. Use an online tool to send out to friends when you're trying to find a meeting time, maybe for a play date for three or four moms. How about if you, perhaps you do some coaching, maybe you teach math or something else, you help um, children. Try doing that online. I know I gave that challenge to um, our ACT coach. She was a fund of funders, and I'll link to this in the show notes too. She was having a very successful coaching business out of her home. And I suggest that she could take it further afield by using Zoom. And so she did. Um, how about trying out some new educational games to use in your homeschool? I've had many different podcast episodes and have more coming that suggest games on specific, uh, in specific fields. Learn to code. Yes, you're not too old to learn to code. Scratch is such an easy drag and drop language. I've actually had a mom take my class. But you could teach yourself. You can also just Google for free or cheap um, places to learn to code. Learn to use Google Drive apps. I have spoken about these in many other episodes, so you can go back and listen to those. They are easy to use. If you're already using them, see how else you can use them in your homeschool. How about creating quizzes for your kids? There are lots of tools to do that. And in fact, I'm going to do a whole episode on that in the next few weeks. Or learn to use Trello. Once you learn to use it, you're probably never going to want to stop. You can plan so many things. And I have, again, done a whole episode on that. So go and listen to it again. Now, just in case you're wondering what I'm doing. Yes, I'm not just telling you to do things, but I'm going to do the same thing for myself. One of the things I want to learn to do is to use AR and VR. Um, in my co-op classroom and perhaps even online and just for myself. I've learned a little bit about those tools, but not enough. I also want to learn to program apps. It's something I've never done and I eventually want to get around to doing it this year. If you decide on something new to learn and you get stuck, come into our Facebook group and ask. Quite likely, I've already tried that tool because I try so many, but if I haven't, perhaps somebody else will be able to help you. And now, just as I conclude, one final bonus idea. How about also creating a challenge for yourself to use tech to connect intentionally with people? I'm going to plan the first week of every month to intentionally use some way in through tech, maybe sending a video message, perhaps emailing or using Facebook. Uh, perhaps you're on Snapchat. I'm not, but whatever it is, Instagram and reaching out to somebody. It may even just be leaving a rating and a review on a podcast I've been listening to. I know I ask you periodically to leave me ratings and reviews, but I'm not always good about doing that for others. And I want to change that and try and do one a month. Or just reach out to a blogger who I've followed. I know how encouraging it has been to me to get emails or Facebook messages from parents who say their children have enjoyed my class or from the students themselves. That is very cool. Or to have somebody say how much they've learned from this podcast or from a, um, or even just a comment on a blog post. These things really go a long way to encourage people. And so you can be an encourager by using tech to connect perhaps even with an old friend who you haven't spoken to for years. So I'm going to leave you with that. 
This is the first episode of a new year. I have many exciting things planned for this year and I hope that if you aren't already subscribed, you will do that and join us on your journey. See you again next week here as we continue to challenge ourselves and to learn how to use tech. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Home.